Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler. Today, we're going to be talking about the best ways to monify, monetize your WordPress. <laughs> let's go around the room here real quick, get everyone introduced. We've gone off that order, so let's start with Mr. Lemma. Hi there. I am Chris Lemma, and uh, I run the North County San Diego WordPress Meetup. I also am now working at Crowd Favorite. Nice. Are you Rebecca? I'm Rebecca Gill. I'm founder of Web Savvy, Michi or Web Savvy Marketing out of Michigan. <laughs> Good thing everybody uh, knows where to get started. <laughs> it's all my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about you, Say? Uh, my name is Say Reed, I believe, and um, I do all sorts of WordPressy stuff with small businesses and WordPress and you. How are you, Steve? <laughs> I'm Steve Daniel. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive and the OC WordPress Meetup. Very cool. Suzette. Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank, and I blog over at Suzette Frank, and I am a web developer, a front end web developer at WebDev Studios. Very nice. Syed, what's up, dude? Hey, guys. I'm Syed Balki. I'm the founder of WPBeginner.com and uh, Optin Monster and a bunch of other cool WordPress plugins. Very cool. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter, and I blog about audio video stuff at WPPedia.pro. So let's talk about monetization. Let's talk about Optin Monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. I just did a talk uh, a bit, I think, part of WordCamp LA and some other ones where I analyzed all these like uh, marketing plugins like Optin Monster and Popupity or Popity or something like that, mm -hmm. and lean in, and um, that stuff does a lot, man. You've got yeah. a lot going on there, and it dovetails in right nicely to monetizing your blog because it's like the ultimate marketing plugin. It's kind of crazy. Tell us about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, so I think, I think when you're building a blog or any, anything, right, in, with WordPress or small business website, the biggest thing that you need is an email list mm -hmm. because... Uh, if you don't have an email list and you're relying on social media networks, you're investing in the now. Email list is investing in the now and the future. It's the most direct way of connecting with people. And that's what Optin Monster allows you to do. It allows you to collect email addresses of your visitors. So essentially turning vis visitors who are coming to your website into subscribers. And uh, one of the ways it does it is by tracking the user behavior and triggering um, a light box pop-up or you know different types of opt-in forms at the precise moment they're about to leave. Uh, okay, wait, this is play. what I want to talk about. So I spent like, I don't know, a really long time like trying to figure out where on the screen when I like, if I like move my mouse up or if I like, like I was trying to figure out what the trigger was for how it knew I was leaving. I like thought really hard about not leaving and then tried to click it. It didn't work. <laughs> so I want to know, what is this trigger? Is it a mouse movement? Yeah, it, it, it's, actually, it's actually a mouse. So it, 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 it watches the speed of your mouse and the, I guess the horizontal plane at the top, you know, or the vertical plane at the top. Um, so when you, when you pass that, yeah, horizontal plane uh, at, at the top, and when you pass that specific area, then it triggers it. Uh, and you can, you know, increase and decrease the level of sensitivity that you want to have. Um, I, I think yeah. what's more important about it is that you can turn it on in certain pieces of content. So I have it turned on for really old blog posts that still get a ton of traffic. So I'm mm -hmm. still using that content, which is great. That's why, that's why I love it so much. Yeah, the, the what coolest else thing... What do you turn it on for, Rebecca? <laughs> Just curious. 
Well, that's another <laughs> The plug-in, the plug-in. What else do you turn the plug-in on for? I, I think the, the coolest thing that most people don't realize is that you can segment or group your uh, subscribers in your email list using Often Monster. So you can show like the same message in different categories, but if somebody signs up to your category A, you can put them in, in you know, group A, and somebody signs up in category B, you can put them in group B um, using the same, uh, basically same design. So that's the cool part. I think that segmenting your audience um, and thus your potential customers is probably the most important thing you can do for marketing. Like, it, because you you get rid of all of that, the excess where people aren't interested in, in it and so they tune you out or delete you or unsubscribe. So if you're targeting, it really allows you to t target. Hey. Yep. <laughs> that was a clever description. <laughs> to hone in on exactly what the people that you're talking to need. There you go. Way better. So I've had I've had some clients that have um, paid for uh, paid for traffic and then put ads on their site in order to monetize their site. So hopefully by spending a small amount of money, you can then make more money on the back end of you know uh, having people just. Just you know, look at the ads and click on the ads that are on the site. So you know, like what, what you're saying, Syed, is driving that traffic to your site. Even people that you're driving traffic that of people that you know or people that know your know of your site, getting them to come to the site and then you know displaying ads or getting them you know funneling them into a particular post or what have you, right? See, but in, I think those are in. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, in general though, ads on a website don't make a lot of money. So people people uh, remember that model from the very beginning of the internet and you know it's hard um, they remember that model from the beginning beginning of like print. Yeah, like that's but, been the model we've been working off of for but, the last hundred years. At least in the in the rest of the world, there were other ways to make money in the web. Mm -hmm. It was the first and main way of making money for years, and and unfortunately, um, that model. I mean, it's been around for now twenty. Years, so you kind of go, oh yeah, advertising. Um, when in fact the reality is um, that you know advertising and the rates and everything else have all shifted to um, become highly sophisticated, such that if you if you don't know what you're doing, um, creating a website and and hoping that you'll monetize it with ads um, could take you a very 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 long ridiculously long time to ever uh, turn that into something that can even pay for your hosting, much less pay for you to have money to go out to dinner once a month or more. So um, I would say that if you're taking that amount of time, by the time you get to the point to monetize that, the technology will have changed so much that you will never get to that point. If you're, if you're kind of, I kind of think it's a, it's a dead model, honestly. I, Jason, you have a site that does that. Yeah, uh, I have a, that, I have a that have, you manage, right? Yeah, I have a few sites that I manage that do that. Where um, their, their, uh, all of their um, revenue comes in via ads. So uh, they're listed on Google News. Google News drives in traffic. They make sure they write posts that Google News will you know, send traffic to, and then those ads get looked at, clicked on, and, and that sort of thing. So the model's still you know, relevant. It's just, you know, what so else can you work? do? Like, are those sites making money? Are those oh, sites... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. They make uh, money. I mean, my my point. Not is, of course. That's why I answered the question. Asked the question. I, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that yeah, they they definitely make money. 
Yeah, I just my my point wasn't that they don't make money. It's just it's it's hard work to make them make money, right? And so then all of a sudden, what Jason's talking about is exactly right. You have to then write very specific articles um, that will pick get picked up by you know. You have to become very knowledgeable to be able to do the things you need to do to to be able to get the kind of traffic that will drive the kind of advertising dollars that make sense. So, um, I. I, I write a blog, right? And over on the blog, I don't do a lot of ads, but I do have affiliate links, which is another way to monetize. And uh, I have one article that's been seen more than almost any other article on the site, and it's and it's a, a site that relates essentially to uh, enlarging photos. And that the links the links on that on that uh, article take you to a particular one you know one software on on software product for you know photoshop or whatever but the amazing thing is i have massive amounts of traffic go out the door on that link to go there and almost no one converts right um, and that's because fundamentally uh, my audience and the people who have that particular problem get to that product and look at that price tag and say I'm not interested now. Thankfully, I wasn't writing it for that particular audience, and so I didn't. I don't really care that it doesn't make money. But it's one of those things where, in order to do advertising or even affiliate uh, revenue, you need to tie the connection between what is bringing you traffic, like Google. What are you writing about? What links do you have, or images that you have? And then, are you taking them somewhere where the offer is the right offer for the right audience that causes them to convert? And and all I'm saying is that's just a lot of work. So. Advertising in general is just a lot of work to think through. Um, well, one question yeah. I have, Jason, can yeah. I ask you on that on that same point? Are you doing, or are those sites doing paper impression or paper click? And do you, it's, it's what are your through, thoughts on either of those? Yeah, it's all through uh, AdSense. So it's whatever the uh, whatever the the bidders are you know bidding on for that ad space. And since they have multiple sites, each of those sites you know get different. Uh, some get CPAC, some get CPA, or whatever the new terminology are for all these things. Yeah, so it just, you know, it just depends on how things work out for them. I, I set up the you know the ad blocks and the way that all that stuff's going to be built, and then the you know the client takes care of how they're going to have things placed and and such. So well, what's up? I want to I want to I want to add to the other other side of the advertising, right? So I <laughs> I have a site that makes uh, quite a bit of money with advertisements called List Twenty Five. Uh, so in model, right? There's different ty different ways of you can put banner ads. You can do what Chris did and put a banner ad there, right? But it, it, instead instead of it being a, you know, cost per click or, or cost per mill ad, a CPM ad, it's CPA ad. So if somebody clicks on that banner, you're only getting paid if somebody buys that product. So you can still use banner ads with affiliate links, right? So you just have to figure out what's working for your audience. Sometimes it works better to have a CPL deal, which is a cost per lead deal. Right? For, ex for example, um, FreshBooks give you $5 for every free account that you, you, know, you recommend. Every free account that you recommend. So now imagine if I create a website all about accounting tips and, um, and my thing is to you know, get a, you know, get, click here to get you know, free invoicing software, free accounting software, and people click on it and they go on FreshBooks who do an amazing job with their copy, they sign up, for every, you know, if if you if you do a math on a targeted audience, let's say I'm getting 100 clicks and a good, like 50 of the people are signing up, I'm making 250 bucks from that ad, right? For every 100 clicks, that's that's a lot of money, right? Uh, that's two dollars and 
and my just, just just so we're clear, my point was not that Syed can't make money online. Everybody knows. <laughs> every everybody knows that Syed uh, can make money online because Syed is amazing at making money online. And if you were ever thinking of making money online and monetizing, uh, by all means, getting an hour of Syed's time to help you think through that, uh, in what and whatever he would charge you is well worth doing. Um, the other thing you can do, like I do, is just stalk him, go to every place where he talks for free, and, uh, and, and then copy the heck out of what he does. Um, so all of that is possible. Um, but all I wanted to highlight is when we talk about monetization, right, uh, the email list is really powerful because you're talking about people who are making a commitment to you and saying, I want to be part of your audience. Advertising is a little different. If you're going to do advertising well, and I and I make good money on on affiliate revenue, um, but it's because you have to know more. You have to target an audience that's coming from indirect traffic. You have to then work with them to figure out what are the right topics and what are the right kind of leads to move to other places. And you have to even negotiate with the things that you're going to recommend or sell or the ads you're going to buy, uh, so that ultimately you you are targeting the right people to the right product. When you do that right, it pays off well. Um, but it's a it's it's more work uh, than than at, you know pulling together your own community, building your own community on your own site. That's so wait, no. let's just I, I think one thing to note here is that if you're trying to make money with something, it's generally a business, right? And a lot of times people get the idea that just because it's online means that like what you're talking about is so easy. You just set it up, you let it go, and you make all this money. And uh, like for example, at the SBDC, uh, I get clients who come in like that all the time and you know I have to explain to them that no they still actually have to you know do all that stuff so in addition to the content they have to do all the stuff you were just talking about Chris which is they have to um, you know set up, do all that stuff that you just said and when someone's trying to make a quick buck all that stuff isn't quick so it takes a lot of time it may not cost anything especially if you have the no know-how in order to set it up yourself but it just does still take time and a lot of energy and it's and management, you have to manage it, you know, and so it's not just like, you know, a, a ATM or anything like that. It's something that requires, it's it's a business and it has a specific business model, you know, and so if you implement that business model well, like Syed, um, it's great. And if you don't, you're just looking for a quick buck, you're just going to, like, annoy people on the internet, basically. And sticking ads, like, in the, in the normal places that most of these themes put them on, on the top, on the sidebar, those sorts of things... Those ones don't get clicked as much. They're, yeah, they don't. You know, it requires like some some kind of uh, A/B testing and a little bit of skill and a little bit of kind of playing around with it to figure out what's gonna you know work out right for you. I have one client where sticking it right in the middle of the paragraph it has to be the second paragraph down or something has to have that on there. It, I've I've seen others where it has to be the last part of it in order for that particular type of ad to work. So there's all different ways of going about this stuff, and you know we've only just talked about ads. There's, yeah. You know, Wait, I just want to be clear though. So where you stick it totally matters. It does. Okay, just, just to be clear. Well, yeah. I'll so know it, that it, it, it all depends on, the, it works. all depends on the model you're going after, right? So, <laughs> some some models work better in one area. Okay. Uh, Other models. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you have a if you have a CPM based ad where you get paid for only views, right? So every yep. thousand views you get an X amount of dollars. Some of the companies or advertising networks will ask a full-page takeover of complete branding ads. So you'll see the top ad with, with the same company, the right-hand side ad 
and the same company, and sometimes even the site background is promoting that same thing. Usually those are the shoes or the movies or whatnot, and that's yeah. why it's, it's, so prom it's so useful to have those top ads even though nobody really clicks on it, it's for branding purposes. But if you're if you're using right. like you know a cost per click base thing, then yes, it, it definitely makes more sense to you know put the ad right after the first paragraph, right right above, right after the last paragraph, right. Um, so you, you you can do those kind of things uh, to get better clicks. Or if even if you wrap it around <laughs> like text, or if you have the same like size images, the 300 pixel images and 300 pixel ad block, and the ad is also an image. A lot of times, you know, you, you get like clicks that are tricky clicks. Uh, so you can do you can do those things. But 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 the other the other reality is that that advertising in any way, shape, or form is just one model of monetization. Only so, one of the one of the ways. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, you can sell product. Um, and uh, and you know whether you're using Izzy Digital Downloads or WooCommerce or several of the other uh, uh, WP e-commerce, several of the plugins out there, um, you can actually sell product, and that is a way to make money. Um, and people will sell yep. e-books, and they'll sell physical T-shirts, and they'll sell things like that. You can also turn around and um, and not sell physical product, but but sell the interaction online. So you can sell a course. And, mm -hmm. and WP Courseware and LearnDash and um, uh, uh, Sensei from, from WooThemes all allow you to create online courses where you're also um, selling to your community, the, your audience, um, your information, right? And uh, so whether it's an, and in fact, if you get good, you can monetize the same information several different channels, right? Because one person may buy a course and another may another person may buy an ebook, right? And so uh, learning how to uh, shape that information in different mediums will also expand uh, how you monetize it. And then of course, my obviously one of my favorites um, is using your blog if you have one to uh, to ultimately build rapport and trust which allows you to then make money offline right so coaching uh, pays a lot better than uh, any ad I have uh, but it's because of the articles that are written that people develop the trust and say I think you could really help me and that translates to offline dollars right it's still monetization of the site it's just not happening on the site well, that's that's content marketing essentially, right? And and you're using your content, your articles, to push your sales. Yep. I mean, that's the essential thing there, and I, you know, that can be done. That actually not only can be done, but I think, and Rebecca, I, I'm pretty sure you'd agree with me on this one, um, is that that's one of the major ways to make a site make money mm -hmm. in general. Writing solid content that people trust and believe in and, and feel like it, it educates them, I mean, it's your, that's your direct path to them. And then you could, like Chris said, you've got all these other areas that you can kind of lump in to make money from them, whether it's product right. sales or the courses or affiliate links. Yeah. I like them all. <laughs> I, I think the key, key is to have, it, have an email list. As Chris was talking about, you know, having an e-book. A friend of mine, he launched, they launch an e-book like every three months or something like that and because over the over the course of like several past like five six years or maybe seven years now uh, they've built such a huge list when they launch an ebook within the first first 24 hours they make over six figures in sales 
right? Wow. Um, and, and, it's yeah. easy to set up an email list now. I mean, I avoided yep. it for years, which I was really stupid for doing, but once I embraced it, I mean, if you take MailChimp and WooCommerce and Gravity Forms, I mean, you can integrate all of that super easy without coding, and it mm -hmm. builds your, your list exponentially and it's so quick. I mean, it's you're a fool not to do it, and I was that fool for a long time. Most people start that way. Me too. I did the same thing. Yeah, I was going to say, even you? No, never. Yeah, no. Back, 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 when he, back when he was 13 and 14, he totally didn't have a mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> email hadn't been invented yet, probably. <laughs> so the idea is you can collect an email list, like uh, which is something that I do, and this is something I'm guilty of, is that I have an email list, I have lots of emails, and I don't do anything with it. It just kind of sits there. So that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help them. It's just a list of emails that are slowly going stale. And Do you, do you yeah. blog regularly? Because if you blog regularly, you can just set up MailChimp to do it for you. That's what we do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that would be great, wouldn't it? That would be great, <laughs> great if, she, if she wrote regularly, but she's on the uh, Zeke plan right now. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, look at When you say regularly, it doesn't have to be every day. It no. could be every other day or every week. Well, every, every, every other year. I mean, I mean, I talk more often than once a year. Did did you like that? That was with one hand. That was this side to Steve and this side yeah, to Steve. Yeah, he was like, just kind of went down the line. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, I'm working on it. It's 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 in the the scheduler, the plan, not the schedule. How how about this? You don't have to write your own content. You can curate, and you can say here are the here are the best items that we found, which is something. Well, Marketplace does. Flippa, you, you're familiar with Flippa.com, right? Yeah. Their newsletters are so good. They send it out every every month, I think, and they, you know, they highlight the featured listings on their blog, but then at the bottom, uh, they have like tons of re useful articles that they've found, you know, throughout the internet related to their audience, and that I love that. I mean, honestly, between you and Chris and Jason, I'd be set. I'm just like, right. here's these other guys' content. You should check it out. Yeah, and, and you're a middleman myself to it, you guys. It works. It's a strategy that works. I mean, there are people who just do that. They grab a couple articles, put it together, send out a newsletter using other people's material, and it's it's fine. I mean, yeah, you, you can look at it. There's, there's a whole newsletter for WordPress called like WPMail.me. Mm -hmm. yep. It's an amazing curation. I love it, right? Yeah. I, I, I look at it, I get... So so much you know information because I can't possibly follow everything. These guys follow everything, and they send a newsletter. I like it. I'm like, oh WP yeah, I like WPMail.me. Yeah, WPMail.me. That's correct. I really hate so, top top level domains. I just want to put that out there. So okay? let's if, if, we're, if, we're about, if we're talking about these tips, I want to I want to highlight that there's at least two things we should be very very clear about. Number one, um, buying a cool domain name does not a business make. So. <laughs> So running around saying, I bought this cool domain name, and now I'm just going to make money, um, stop. Just put it down, walk away, and go do something else. And number two, if you meet people in person and they give you their business card, don't it sign them up. It does, not right. equal, it does not equal that yes. they want to be on your mailing list. Mm -hmm. So I feel like these two things should be very clear every time we do a show anywhere related to these things because – it's the worst things I see all the time. Someone's like, yeah. I just bought this domain. I'm going to make millions. And you're like, no, actually, you're not. And then someone's like, <laughs> oh, I got, I got these 50 cards. Uh, my mailing list is growing today. And you're like, no, it shouldn't. They didn't yeah. say. Well, uh, you can circumvent that on the second one. Is If when someone hands you your business card, you say, may I put you on my mailing list? 
And the likelihood is, in person, they're probably not going to say no. So now you've gotten permission and the new sign no, up, you, and then you don't have, unsubscribe have later. The permission, then. Actually. No, each email marketing service provider requires you to have the IP address from where they signed up. Um, did they actually give the consent? The, they can sign up in and you, person. You know, if they have, if they have, I mean, I'm not yeah, talking about any sort of around. technical. No, I mean, you can, you can, like, people hand me their mailing list, their business card, and they like put me on your mailing list. That's totally legit. That's that's allowed by the mailing list services and all of that stuff. It's, yeah. it's you have verbal opt-in. You if you enter a raffle, right, um, where you where you're required to put in your business card to win something, that's understand it. But if 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 I was talking with you and I, you're like, hey, can I have your card? And I give my card, that does not give you the you know permission. No, to put no, 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 that doesn't. But if I yeah. ask you when I see you and you're, I'm like, hey, you hand me your business card and I say, may I put you on my mailing list? And you say yes or no. Then if I go with that yes, you've opted in. So I'm just saying you can you can do it in person if you ask that person. But if you just do it, you know, stealthily in the night, take their business card and add it to your list, then you're a jerk. I probably avoid I probably avoid that regardless because if if somebody doesn't remember, right? Cuz they're meeting like 100 people at the event or, or 20 people at the event and they might not remember that they said yes and the next time you send them an email, you know, it's marked as spam, and then you have a spam report. Or, um, or, or just give him Chris Lemma's business card. <laughs> yep. There's a reason no, why... I'm, I'm Chris Lemma. There, there is a reason why I don't hand out oh, cards. Oh, you don't. You don't. I do. But every, but I don't hand out mine, so, so you don't have it. But I will tell you this. Oh, I've printed my own. I'm going to print some for Chris. It's totally could. happening. I'm going to put them all over where <laughs> I, I'm just gonna leave your card everywhere at all the tables. I collect I collect cards and sometimes I'm very tempted to give someone else's card out back to them. Like, here you go, my name's Steve Zangit. You know, <laughs> I don't even know that it's so happening. Zeke Zeke.com, I blog there every year and uh, <laughs> this year I'm, I'm gonna try for five. No, I've got one more thing along the things you should not do. Just make it up. If you, if you are part of an email that somebody else CC'd instead of blind CC'd, you're not allowed oh, to take all that God. email and, 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 and you know, send, send them emails. Can That's you believe that still that. happens? Can you yes. believe that people are still doing yeah, that? Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I can believe it, I suppose, just given the spectrum of technology yeah. awareness that we have, but it's just so egregious and obviously egregious that it's like... Yeah. But I guess... Adding someone, you know, without asking to your mailing list is also pretty obviously like a douche move. So yeah. So what I love about this topic is that we took we took monetization <laughs> and we pretty much just said, don't worry about making money. Just make sure you have a mailing list and then <laughs> your content. Well, I mean, your blog. This is what I tell like my small business clients, right? Everyone, a lot of people come to me and and they're like, oh, I want to make this website make money. And I, my main thing is to explain to them the website is not going to make you money. It's like kind of like the gun argument, you know, technically the gun not firing itself, right? But like the website not in and of itself making money. If you have a business model that you apply to the website that includes the website and is either monetizing your content or marketing your content so that you can get sales, then your website can make you money. But if you're just trying to have this external thing make money with no business model attached, you got nothing. I, you know what? I was gonna say that is some of the that is some of the smartest stuff. Say has rolled out on the show, 
And then she introduced gun control right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it too. It was an analogy, guys, and I didn't say anything about gun control. I just said inanimate objects don't necessarily operate by themselves, and a website includes that's, that. That's not what you, that's what you said. Hey, Suzette. <laughs> Suzette, I just want to make sure you're okay over there. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just I'm learning a lot from this show. There's actually a lot going on, so it's it's cool. It's, it's I'm giving I'm giving you the last two minutes. What, what what do you have to add, Suzette? Um, I've not monetized any of my sites. I think I would probably offer courses. I think that would be the way I would go. Jason, I'm sorry, not to interrupt, but Jason, can I make one little last plug here at the end? Of course, go for it. Um, my, I'm in a band, as some of you may know, and we are performing Thursday night in San Francisco. Uh, so anyone who gets to WordCamp San Francisco early and wants to come to that, check out my Twitter. The posts are on there. Rebecca's coming. Um, she's going to be coming. Sarah, uh, no, Sarah's not coming. A lot of people are coming, so come hang out, and um, we will um, play you some music. There's live painting. It should be really fun. Okay. Awesome. Plug over. Well, that if you, you want to learn more about monetizing a site, um, would do just do me a favor, right? Don't don't be dumb. Syed Balki doesn't just run WP Beginner and List Twenty Five. He does many other things, including plugins and everything else. Uh, make sure. I mean, obviously, we had him on the show for a reason, um, and not that he's just twenty one. I mean, because he's he's now he's now actually a little bit older than twenty one. I I joke. I apparently I made this joke the other day, and people all freaked out because they're like, "Oh, I didn't realize you just turned twenty one." When in fact, he's older, but barely over. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, guy who's been doing this a long time and, and knows all the tricks, and uh, if you get a chance to follow Syed on Twitter and at his personal blog and everywhere else, um, if, in fact, maybe if you follow his personal blog, he'll start writing more often because uh, <laughs> he's, he's moving towards Steve. And, uh, and that's... Come on. <laughs> no, I, I think my, my last article was written only 12 days ago. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve, when was your last article written? Um, aren't we uh, over? See you guys at WordCamp San Francisco. Make sure you go to our website, wwatercooler.com. Click on the links there. We also have a mailing list, so go and uh, sign up for that. Uh -huh. Thank you very much for being on the show. You guys have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye.